recording now for Cool World. <clears throat> you gotta use the proper inflection. Okay. It's the Cool World. Is that it? Is that how Brad Pitt says it? <laughs> that's that's what you got. <laughs> Dude, you seem too pleased to start off this episode. <laughs> this is supposed I'm to be depressing. Ready to? I'm ready to get it out of my headspace. I'm ready to jettison it out and be done with it. During his ten years in prison. Jack Deebs created his own world. It made him very successful. You're Jack Deebs, the creator of Cool World, right? I can't believe this. Now he thinks he's going home to the real world. But he's wrong. Real wrong. Welcome to my world. You're not in Kansas anymore! This place is just with or without you. Get a little closer here, babe. Give us a kiss. Go away. I'm out of here. I've been waiting for you, darling. Noids do not have sex with doodles. It's the oldest law in Cool World. If that happens, you call me. I got it, boss. Since it's only a dream, indulge your fantasies. Man is in the bedroom. <laughs> Are you going to follow the rules? This is gonna be the biggest disaster the cool world has ever seen. Stop! Cease! Nobody's gonna stop me now. You look good in the flesh. It's almost a shame I gotta take you back. being attacked uh over a private text message um for my selection of cool world but i will repeat there is an audio recording where we all took a vote to approve week by week uh but it wasn't just you gentlemen my co-hosts on the show attacking me for this this week's selection uh which came out july 10th and i do want to throw out there because my wife attacked me as well like you picked this i had to explain the premise (laughs) yet again um that uh, we go week by week. So it's just whatever came out that week. It was Cool World, Prelude to a Kiss, which had Meg Ryan and Alec Baldwin. And I do think that I I put in a vote for that because I do love Alec Baldwin, especially in these 90s movies. And then there was some discussion about Universal Soldier, which didn't get very far. I don't really know why, but that was the top uh, grocer for this, this particular weekend. I'm guessing it's Brad Pitt and Kim Basinger in the credits is how we find ourselves... Where we are with uh, talking about this movie. <laughs> it can't be that bad. <clears throat> I mean, Brad Pitt, Kim Basinger. Did either one of you know anything about it? Did you know that it was uh, attempting this, like, very bad? I've seen it a few times. Oh, yeah. So you knew. <laughs> I've, I had seen this before. So it's your it, fault. You then. don't admit that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never admit that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm absolved. I had seen this piece of shit. All right. So you knew it was a uh, poor... Uh, attempt to do some like a who, who framed Roger Rabbit style thing. I mean, it's not 
quite as effective because you are, as Jared said, going into how do you pronounce it again, Jared? How do you say it? Cool world. <laughs> That's gonna kill my sound bite. That's gonna be on my soundboard forever. <clears throat> Uh, it does open with a weird sequence where Brad Pitt gets his mom killed on a motorcycle after surviving the Great War, or I guess the Second Great War. That's no relevance to the rest of the movie whatsoever. Did, uh, yep, just uh, yep. I'll tell you what, watch this with, uh, well, I mean, don't, because you'd have to watch it Acid. more than a few times, <laughs> like our co-host Hiro has. But watch it uh, with your significant other when she doesn't know it's about to turn into a cartoon. When she watches Brad Pitt get his mother killed and him screaming in agony on the side of his desert highway. And then this these cartoon characters start speaking about his plight as if he's on an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000. The look of disdain <laughs> I got from her that I had, <laughs> I had drawn her into this madness. Uh, and then she quickly left the room uh, afterwards. She didn't even make it to Kim Basinger, which is fine. I got to enjoy Kim Good. Basinger Good for by her. myself. Good for her. Hiro, okay, you'd seen this a few times. Why? Why Why have you gone back so many times to where, Jared? How do you say it again? No, a few. There's two. Cool world. I saw, I saw, <laughs> I saw once in the theaters. Any, uh, uh, as a young man. Any, you're a real noid, Hiro. <laughs> any erotica you can give us? Any stories from your cool world experience? I got. I, how about this? I got, I got a question uh, for both of you gentlemen so um for her or any cartoon to become a real person like a real boy they have to bang a human right so i immediately jumped to the pinocchio story is this how geppetto and pinocchio got him to be a real boy you're presenting this as if it's a logical leap but jared that never crossed my mind at all I just wanted to see someone fuck Kim Basinger the cartoon because I wanted to get to Kim Basinger see, the real stuff. Where we do the psychology of how did you come up with that? <laughs> Why is this on your mind? <laughs> Didn't think of Pinocchio. Not at all. Not one time. No? Doesn't he, does he like mm. wish for it? Does he get swallowed by a whale or something? I don't remember how he gets turned. Sure, there's a lot of that, but there's also this, it's the very much <laughs> the dream. There's a lot of that. <laughs> there's also that he gets it's very much the dream pegged, that she's having here happens. and that he's having. All right. The uh, there's not a lot. Of, got busy. There's not a lot of uh, world building substance. In this, <laughs> this movie cohesion. Uh, so apparently, the Gabriel Byrne character is a cartoonist in prison for <laughs> murdering his wife's lover. Swear to God, they threw you know, fucking darts at a dartboard. <laughs> All right, we got an artist, and he's in prison, and he's fucking crazy. <laughs> this might be one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen. You didn't stop us, though. Did you think this was like prime sober cinema material? This was a trap to be sprung upon the two that hadn't watched mm. it. <laughs> I've got a bit about yeah, Pinocchio no, this I is... want to introduce on the show, and this is the venue to do it. 30 years I've been that's ironing best, out this joke. I'm, honestly, that's the best I could do. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best I could do. There's there's nothing to glom onto here. I mean, it's it's past. You know, sober cinema has its, its uh, niche, right? We find these movies that we can riff off of and do these things, and sometimes you just go a little over the top. This one goes too far. Yeah, as the wise man once said, you don't go full retard, right? This movie just went a little too far. Pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Right Brad away. Pitt being sucked into the cartoon world for I don't know what reason. Um, 
Jared always accuses me of thinking more so than what the screenwriters are. Like I'm trying to find reasons. I'm like, okay, so this uh, Dr. Cartoon character was trying to save a man's life. Like he's dying in the real world. So draw him into the cartoon world. Doesn't, that doesn't seem to be the case. It just seems to be accidental. He gets sucked in. Mike values his own time so much that he will try to rationalize anything, <laughs> even if he's wasted all the time in the world on it. You know what? It's good. It's good. I'm going to make it good. I will. <laughs> time and money, Jared, because uh, like the rest of you, I assume, uh, you know, I, I paid for this um, mm-hmm. because while yeah. it was on, uh, so did I. it was on the library service. Um, it, it looked like shit. The joke was on me. I was like, no, no, no. I got to give cool... Say it, Jared. Cool world. <laughs> I've got to give it the respect it deserves and pay 423 to get it in HD. I I did not. Uh, that was a mistake. That was me being parted with my money. <sighs> Brad Pitt becomes the keeper of all these cartoon characters. Like the only... Uh, Sheriff Cockblock. <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody's getting their yeah. dick wet in Doodletown, goddammit. <laughs> and apparently... He's able to leave the world and just go back to Earth, but he chooses not to because he got his mom killed. So he's a guy. He's a guy that has just come back from well, the war. He takes his mom on a joyride on his motorcycle, gets her killed. Nothing, nothing awkward there. No. Um, and then it's like he puts himself into purgatory where he can't fuck anything as his penance. And he's there for forty-seven years too, mind you. Mm-hmm. I, He's Brad Pitt as well. Brad that, Pitt. That was one of, I mean, I was trying too hard at the beginning because I didn't know how bad the movie was. But I was like, how are we going to rationalize, rationalize uh, somebody in 92 and somebody in 45? No, he just stays in cool cool world for 47 fucking years. <laughs> like, <laughs> And he's not a stark, raving, mad fucking lunatic after 47 years on the beat. <laughs> slapping the piss out of Daffy Duck and... <laughs> It's ridiculous, fucking awful. If you take away the, uh, if you take away like the rave parties, like the extended mm. like rave party cartoon cuts, this is a twenty minute movie. So I read a little bit about that because I wondered, you know, one key difference between this and you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is there seems to be very little in the way of interaction between the human, the actors, the live action performances. Yeah, it's like these big cuts and the cartoons. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, Hyra says it's just a rave or watch the cartoon characters be kooky for an extra three minutes on top of every scene. So every time we get out of a sequence with Brad Pitt, Gabriel Byrne, Kim Basinger, we see hijinks and they're just padding it out. And so apparently the director here was very unhappy with this. This was supposed to be a horror movie. And the studio said that they wanted to appeal to a teenage audience. So it had to be more fantasy based. And I guess the fantasy is teenage boys, want to fuck cartoon characters and i can't say they're wrong i mean i'm not an anime fan but that does seem to be prevalent uh, and getting worse jared this was for you buddy you got over here so why couldn't he make it over there or for that matter why couldn't i you could help me <laughs> There'll be no crossovers while I'm around. I've got news for you, pal. I am not your ordinary doodle. I've been checking up on what these Noi dames have got going in the real world. 
and I want it! Don't you see? They're real. They've got power. When they touch something, they feel it. And when they taste something, they really taste it. And when they do it with a man, oh, they really do it. What can I say, sweetheart? I can't help you out in that department. Well, don't you see? Believe it. I've had enough. Oh, yeah? Fine. You don't want to help me? Then I'll find somebody else that will. Like that Noid cartoonist, Jack Deebs. He's been around a lot lately. Yes, he has. The wackadoo who thinks he invented this place. What do you think I've been talking about, Holly? <laughs> well, I'd watch it, honey, because there might be two of you before long. I'm going to tell you this once, because you got to be smarter than you look. You're dealing with shit here that's way over your head. Now keep your legs crossed and forget about the real world. Thank you for your time. So he uh, he apparently punched the uh, studio executive that told him this is going to be a fantasy comedy now. Um, and <laughs> to not <laughs> sue him, I guess, for assault, they said, you just need to direct this and shut your mouth. And so he said he just took the money and he told his uh, animators to draw whatever they wanted. He didn't care. It didn't have to be anything related to the plot. <laughs> just make little funny cartoons and we'll just throw them in there and they'll just take it. Which is always great. It's always great to put out a, what is this, $28 million movie and just say, I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> They're just going to eat shit. I'm actually more respectful of it now that you uh, relayed that information. <laughs> Jeez, He's taking raised his star rating. <laughs> <laughs> Half a star. The director has uh, got the same work ethic that I do. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Push it out the door. <laughs> <laughs> There's... In some way, you're right, Jared. We elevate uh, these artists for being in the entertainment field for mm. like, well, that had to be something they were passionate about, as opposed to, uh, we're not going to pay you unless you produce your funny cartoons. Mm. Oh, okay. Do it. Okay. Cha-ching, so baby. Crew, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> he tells his crew to put out any bullshit, just as long as you can slap a label on it, fucking ship it out. I don't care. Apparently, Kim Basinger was also, she didn't seem to know what movie she was in because she came to the director and said, since she was going to voice, uh, you know, her, her role was primarily going to be, uh, drawn and animated that, uh, she thought it would be something she could take to children's hospitals <laughs> to use for like charity work. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's like, Oh, I would have loved to have seen that happen. You know, did this make me like Kim Basinger less or more because she's really sliding into that, uh, dumb blonde role <laughs> uh, you know as much love as i have for her in final analysis she apparently does not read the things she signs up for <laughs> and also look at the outfits that you're wearing what, what i don't know maybe maybe working the cancer wards maybe those kids just want to see her, her nipples exposed i don't know here's one but less boner she... little timmy <laughs> <laughs> make a oh, wish make a foundation do the lord's work oh, i love it like, I, I see this as, like, a recurring theme with actors, man. Like, what are they doing? Oh, I didn't realize what I was getting into. Did you not read the fucking script? 
Like, what are you yeah, doing? It's a side effect yeah. of being pampered and having yes men and women surround you constantly. I would imagine. Um, most it's like it's like Jared's the publicist or the Jared's the the agent. Be like, oh man, I love those titties. It's just. That's 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 for the kids, for the adults, for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, now in 2022, and probably, well, I mean, probably by the mid 90s, uh, if they were still printing copies of this in the video market, they're plastering Brad Pitt's face all all over it. Of course, he's actually the only one that I absolve, even though he gives a terrible fucking performance but he's never acting what is that that voice thing that he's doing i guess it's what is he thinking he's like a 1940s pi type mm. thing or i don't yeah i reckon it, it doesn't I uh, it doesn't fit with how brad pitt looks uh even brad pitt like once upon a time in hollywood like when we're in glorious bastards he plays kind of dumb or, you know, he, he doesn't play, like, the sharpest uh, guy in the room. He's he's a little bit more laid back. So this sort of rat-a-tat dialogue style. Like, you're yeah. never going to see Brad Pitt like a David Mamet movie or something. But um, I do absolve him from this because at this point, Thelma and Louise, he had, like, a scene or two. Yeah, that, he's like a nobody at this point, yeah, right? Yeah, he's on he's the come still up. just getting ready to be so, Brad Pitt, as we you know. know it's a big role for him, and I'm sure he thought it was sure. dumb. Uh, I don't know... <laughs> Kim Basinger, though, thinking she's going to inspire dying children with this. Uh, she's not absolved. Or she's, you know, she's a saint. I don't know. Gabriel, Gabriel Byrne here is no better, though. He mainly mugs throughout the film and ogles uh, cartoon characters. So he does very little, to the point that his character isn't even him whenever he becomes a, a, a doodle or a tune or whatever. Like, it's not yeah, even him whenever anymore. he gets to play the hero. Yeah. No. Why, um, why in the real world when the cartoons start to invade, um, why why did they no longer look like how they looked in the cartoon world? What what are the what are the rules to this, Jared? I know you you get on to me for trying to figure it out, but why? Why the whys, Jared? Tell me the whys. <laughs> Isn't it just a little bit? Uh, well, not only is it extra confusing, but don't you just want to see Kim Basinger be hot mm-hmm. in both worlds? Why is she suddenly like a clown? When she becomes a villain, why is why is she no longer the femme fatale? I don't I don't understand it. Uh, the movie doesn't offer a lot of answers to the whys. <laughs> we don't have a why on why <laughs> Brad Pitt is yanked out of uh, a potentially comatose uh, situation with his mom. Like, there's not a lot of whys. The part that got me most aggravated was the answer to the entire movie was her making the real world the cartoon world. Like, what what are you achieving here? Like. That's what she's trying to escape. You're trying. You're trying to get out of this place. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Turning the real world into cool world. So it's like a like a Ghostbusters ripoff, right? Like where they're mm. turning all, all the ghosts loose mm. and all that stuff. Still, like that's every apparently every doodle's dream is to come to the real world, which overrated. <laughs> if I have to say, so can for the longest time I thought I'm, I'll just apologize, Jared. I'm trying to. I'm trying to peel back all the, the layers of the onion here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so the can the cartoon characters, because by their nature they're cartoons, is it some sort of commentary on the fact that uh, we don't allow them to be adult in any way? Like the sort of Ken and Barbie dolls, that they're not anatomically mm-hmm. correct. Like, how come they can't fuck each other? Why are, why are they so obsessed with fucking a different species, <laughs> a, a real-life actor? And then the end of okay, the film undercuts like- that by Brad Pitt gets to live on as a cartoon character and they just get to fuck for the rest of eternity. So why is yeah. Kim Basinger obsessed 
with fucking and why are the like the the weird animal characters wanting to watch her have sex instead of fucking each other? Why are they not just fucking already? What what? Why do they need Gabriel Byrne in there? I thought the whole time that that's the only way they could have sex. Are you saying that like that that like big gorilla thing should be smashing on that on that other weird cartoon? Just like everybody just have an orgy like uh like uh, Matrix Part Two where they do yeah, that. Yeah, they're all sweaty and like grinding on each other. That's yeah, yeah that's what it, I just. So Michael Denniston wants an orgy, cartoon orgy. I would have feared more for the Kim Basinger cartoon character because I don't care if you're an ape, a cat, or whatever. I think everyone is trying to is trying to get a little handsy with with her character, much like Jessica Rabbit and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. She's clearly even the other cartoon characters know it. She's fucking a rabbit, for God's sake! Why don't they play by the same rules, yeah. Jared? <laughs> you seem intent on forcing rules, Brad Pitt. How come you? <laughs> Are you blocking everybody's cock and doodle? Doodle world? <laughs> to what end? What? <laughs> to what? What is being accomplished here? What kind of hellish existence do you all live here? Why aren't you fucking? Four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Why aren't you fucking? Four percent. And Hiro did not veto this. Having seen the thing, did not veto it. I didn't even see it on the list, to be honest with you. We talked. We had a conversation where we we read the list line by line. I might have gone to the bathroom during this party. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. During the, this. The... I suffer from incontinence. <laughs> Transitions from cartoon to real world and back again take place without much reason as part of a thoroughly confusing storyline that never really creates any rules for either world. Now, I've been an admirer of Ralph Bakshi's work in the past, and I was looking forward to Cool World as his long-delayed return to feature films. But the sad fact is, this film is a mess. The story cannot be followed, the characters are badly defined, and the animation is often so chaotic and overwrought and speeded up that it's physically difficult for the human eye to even perceive what's supposed to be happening. You can't read these images. I was also less than impressed with the way Bakshi combined the real and animated worlds. After the seamless special effects work in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, here was a movie where you could often see the seams and they were not particularly convincing. Oh, absolutely. You could see the seams. And, you know, I think that uh, following on Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is a classic and which redefined and re-energized the animated uh, feature film, uh, you, you got to go up a level or you have yeah. to be at that level or you're going to come off real bad. So I think marketing this picture was a mistake if they weren't going to play at that level. And on Ralph Bakshi, I think the, the way to honor him is not to see this picture, frankly, but to go back and look at some of his early 70s work, like Fritz the Cack. I, I think that... Uh, this it just didn't apply. I think there was it, it seemed like it was made by a committee in some way. He yeah. farmed out some of the supporting animation, which you talk about as being whizzing by real fast. Uh, that was like it, it was farmed out. I think if he had if he had kept it a little more narrow focused, uh, maybe on these two characters, the uh, the animated character. Yeah, but even on on the no brainer scenes, like for example, the scene where the real human Kim Basinger is allegedly holding onto a ledge high above right. New York, and uh, the guy is trying to reach her. At no point is there ever the illusion. Uh, visually or dramatically or in any other way that that scene is really uh, taking place. I, I want to make one other point. The film is uh, rated PG-13, but I saw it with an audience of a lot of kids, actually, and I think that they thought it was animated and for them. It's not for them. Uh, it's really patronizing mm -hmm. toward women. Kim Basinger is basically playing a receptacle in this picture, and I don't know why she couldn't have been more assertive. 
Coming up next, John Lennon takes a vacation in the hours and time. The scotch on the rocks, please, any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengown, any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. I'm in the aftermath now. <laughs> the, the music has played. <laughs> <laughs> Good way to go out. Sure. I uh I didn't really want to get into the hot or not on the cartoon characters, mm. but why is Brad Pitt attracted to the brunette and not this like super slut, uh, Hollywood played by Kim Basinger? I like how you refer to her by her Christian name, <laughs> super slut. Mm. Where where like Brad Pitt comes up to her at the very early in the movie, he's like, "Hey, keep your legs closed," and she's like, "Nah, dog, I'm just letting this freak flag fly." No interest there. At the eagle roar. Like, I get it if he was punishing himself and thought all cartoons were disgusting. But he sort of edges himself up to almost fucking this brunette character. But nothing for Kim Basinger. Some, some sort of weird Catholicism yeah. self-flatulating. Yeah. <laughs> I want to fuck the cartoon, but I can't. It's sacrilegious. <laughs> God and all heaven will show me <laughs> It was fucking mom flying off that motorcycle. <laughs> no, you fucking cartoon is what killed me, not the motorcycle. <laughs> it's another part of that, like, they don't explain why, but <laughs> Jesus cries and the world ends. If you fuck the cartoon, why? Uh, whatever, just just go with it. <laughs> that's the entire thought that's put into the whole thing. This, like, is this a like a IP or something like that? Did somebody write this? <laughs> no. Like, uh, how did how did this come to be? Where somebody came up with this bonkers? Premise? I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, but uh, Ralph uh, Bakshi, uh, who did I think the Lord of the Rings uh, films in the 70s, so the cartoons, or at least one of them. Oh Jesus! Uh, no here's what it says from the Wikipedia entry: In 1990, he decided that it was time it was time to make another animated film. According to Bakshi. I made 1500 bucks in 10 years of painting. I thought it would be nice to pick up a piece of change. So I called my lawyer who was still speaking to me because no one ever leaves Hollywood and asked him where I should go to sell a movie. Said he sold the pitch for Cool World in 10 minutes to Paramount Pictures as an animated horror film. Uh, concept of the film involved a cartoonist who created a comic book while in prison that makes him an underground star. The cartoonist would go on to have sex with Debbie Dallas, named after Debbie Does Dallas, and father a half-human, half-cartoon hybrid child with her who would grow up resenting his human father for abandoning it and traveling to the real world in an attempt to kill him. That sounds like a much better movie, honestly. It makes more sense. I don't much know if it would be good, yeah. but I could yeah. follow. You know, there's a through line there. Fucking cartoon Quasimodo mm-hmm. <laughs> breaks through the veil and comes for mm-hmm. dad. <laughs> I mean, that, that pitch is much better than what we got. <laughs> that 10-second pitch is better than the entire hour and 40 minutes of cool world is that how they say it in the movie jared or did you what is where did this gag come from <laughs> i swear they said it like that a couple of times it's like it's fucking christopher walking in this shit like why are you saying it like that it I put me off so every much every time you said it i couldn't and help I just it. kept asking for more i didn't even notice it until jared started doing the thing 
<laughs> it's kind of now. It'll be a recurring uh, sound. And, and of but... course, that's with me watching the phone, uh, watching the movie on my phone as like, I'm cooking, mm-hmm. or I had it on the 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 Amazon Echo in the background. That... I, that's another thing. I I turned it off at work because I I was like I will not, <laughs> I won't have this on my record. I can't I can't believe Brad Pitt has it on his record that he actually starred in it. I'm not being caught. I watching won't have it on my record, but I'm gonna do a podcast about <laughs> it and publish it to the world. Oh, I've already done it. I figured you, uh, cheapskate McGee, would understand if mm-hmm. I put four dollars into it. I'm gonna get something out of it. Project now. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm all in. Uh, I got the standard definition. Four dollars. Just you know. Did you save a dollar? That dollar off. Oh yeah. This is the one uh, instance where I think you probably made the uh, the better choice. <laughs> Save a dollar. Uh, so next week, I'm just telling you all right now what was decided way back when, and Hiro was saying that he stepped out due to his incontinence, was a stranger among us, uh, which was not the popular choice. That would have been Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Uh, but a stranger among us, all I know about it is it stars Melanie Griffith. So I'm just I'm just gonna keep betting on white women forever. The mm. world loves. White I'm unfamiliar women. with this movie. Everybody, <laughs> let me emphasize: everybody loves white women. <laughs> Ain't that right? I no, I, I, oh, James Gandolfini's in this. Okay, I'm with it. Uh, the first credit for James Gandolfini: Sidney Lumet. All right, we're gonna try it. Melanie Griffith, please. Oh. I mean, you're, you're following Cool World, so no, everything's gonna be fucking daisies after Cool yeah. World. I watched House Sitter after Cool World. That's probably why I was uh, uh, extra medium on it. So high on House Sitter. <laughs> Higher than I probably should have been. <laughs> you can follow the the reasoning of uh, Goldie Hawn's character. Why she's doing... Oh, food. Shelter. I got it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, she's got very basic needs. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. I'll play... I'll finish that. Stranger uh, Among Us and... clip. They'll send us off on that episode. Hiro. Around mm, yeah. Greatest. You're all the way up it. <laughs>